Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Side Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. Uh, if you're just joining us, we are following closely the uh, vote taking place in the House of Representatives to send the articles of impeachment uh, over to the Senate. So we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, but I'm very pleased to be joined in studio today uh, by Carol Makita, a senior correspondent with KSL, longtime religion specialist that uh, many of us has looked to, and Sarah Jane Weaver, the editor of the Church News. And uh, the reason I've called these two fantastic ladies into the studio today is it was uh, just two years ago, two years ago yesterday, uh, that President Russell M. Nelson was uh, ordained as the 17th uh, prophet and president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And and then it was uh, two years ago tomorrow uh, that all of us were in the studio. Uh, I was actually not a not even an employee of the Deseret News or KSL <laughs> at the time. I was just... Some random guest host for Doug Wright uh, when the press conference took place, introducing President Nelson and his counselors as the new first presidency. And I want to start with this as as we start this, uh, because it's been such a fast and furious two years. Uh, But it was very interesting. The uh, NBC reported on that day that uh, they said that Russell M. Nelson, the new leader of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, isn't expected to move the church in major new directions. <laughs> uh, the Wall Street Journal followed up with a little comment uh, that was quite snide, saying he is not a reformer. Uh, so it was sort of a signal that this will be status quo, kind of a caretaker was their projection. And I know between the three of us, two years, we're all pretty exhausted uh, as we have watched uh, President Nelson crisscross the world, uh, I'll give you just some quick numbers uh, on that. He's logged over 115,000 miles, six continents, um, 32 nations and territories, 49 cities, has met with members in uh, large and small settings, uh, often addressing them in their own language, which we'll get to in a moment, uh, and with all kinds of, of world leaders, business leaders, government leaders, religious leaders, uh, and has, has just been sprinting uh, around the planet. So, uh, Carol, let me start with you. Some some of your observations about this very quiet, uh, non-reformer, non-change person, uh, President Russell M. Nelson's two years in. Well, he is both a very dynamic leader and an intensely personal man. Yeah. So there is that combination. And, um, and certainly Sarah can add to this that uh, the man is brilliant uh, and has a world vision, no yeah. doubt about it. On the other hand, what he loves most 
is that one-on-one personal meeting with Latter-day Saints throughout the world and people of other faiths as well. He loves to look into a person's eyes, shake their hands, and, and have just a moment. So... The expectation, I'm not sure why that was said, only because perhaps he was not as well known as some of the others. Yeah. And he's a very humble leader. This, as is tradition in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, people stand for the prophet. Mm. And yet the image that I have of President Nelson most is that he kneels for children. Mm. Wow. That's, uh, uh, it's one of the things that you learn traveling with President Nelson is you can't keep him from the children and you can't keep the children from him. I mean, there is a, a connection there that is just astounding. Yes. And yet we have seen him be able to uh, reach world leaders. Um, let's not forget Pope Francis, yeah. um, prime ministers, presidents. Uh, he has uh, been able to have one-on-one private conversations uh, throughout the world. And that's not an easy thing. Uh, to do, yeah. to accomplish. Yeah, so fascinating. Uh, so many of those meetings, whether uh, in New Zealand, as you mentioned, meeting with uh, Pope Francis, uh, President of Peru, and, and a host of others. Uh, Sarah, from your perspective, uh, as you've covered and observed President Nelson, uh, there, there's sort of this uh, feeling that he's changing the way the church changes. Give us your perspective on yeah. that. Well, that's a quote from Keith Erickson. He's the director of the Church History Library and a Latter-day Saint historian. And he said, typically organizations, when they're going to unfold change, they put everything together in a package and they present it and say, this is how it's going to look and this is how it's going to work. And President Nelson has done that a little differently. He, he said, we're going to change the way we minister to our members and we're going to figure it out together. He said, uh, we need to use the correct name of the church. And then he said, we have a huge task in front of us. He didn't really tell us how to do that. He just expected that everyone would work together. Um, And that's part of his kind of side-by-side, arm-linking leadership that we've seen over and over again. Uh, It's so fascinating. If you're just joining us, we're just taking a moment today. It's uh, been two years since President Nelson uh, was ordained as the 17th uh, president and prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And and whether you are a member or a uh, non-member of another faith or part of this community or part of the international audience that has been following Uh, what he's been doing over the last two years. Uh, He really has uh, embraced change in a, in a most unique way. Carol, from, from your perspective, you've, you've observed many different church leaders uh, from many different faiths. Uh, How have you seen president Nelson's leadership over the last two years? As you said, sort of coming out uh, as one, most people didn't know really well. And what he has expressed to Latter-day Saints throughout the world is his confidence in them uh, saying, I, am receiving revelation from the Savior Jesus Christ, uh, and and I am suggesting to you that you can do this, do the same. whether it's within or reorganization within uh, a ward, uh, men and women working together in a different way, or young men and young women having programs presented to them that gives them a tremendous amount of freedom on how they do those programs. Yeah. Uh, that creates a little bit of the unknown and many questions, but again, he's saying, I have confidence you can do this. Yeah. Sarah, from your perspective, uh, again, many of these changes from the number of hours spent at church on a Sunday, uh, the relationship with the Boy Scouts of America, uh, the role of of women in the leadership and the execution in local units, uh, what does that look like to you? 
Well, he really has, in a very short amount of time, changed the way people inside and outside of the church view the church. Uh, The Reverend Amos Brown said at the NAACP National Convention that he's tangibilitated the church. Now, tangibilitate, I'm not sure, Boyd, but I don't think it's a real word. (laughs) But I love it as a word. It's Uh, a great word. (laughs) But what he was saying is that he's made it real and perceptible and touchable to people Inside and outside of the church, that's quite a task for someone who, by his profession, is a surgeon and not a communicator. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a really interesting point. And, uh, Carol, I wanted to get your take. Uh, again, as you've watched different presidents of the church, uh, most people kind of have this image of President Hinckley, and he kind of had the banner and was racing up the mountain, and everybody was just trying to catch up. President Monson uh, seemed to be one to really slow the membership of the church down, get to ministering to the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so where does President Nelson fit in that leadership space? Well, I th- I think uh, it's a, uh, as Sarah said, it's a very unique um, observation from a man who was um, a world-renowned surgeon, mm-hmm. intense in his field, well-respected in his field, and now he is able to come out on social media and say, stay tuned for conference next time. And Sarah and I and you can say there's no one who isn't guessing or trying to imagine what that's going to look like. And uh, they are about they are ready now to stay tuned yeah. to April conference because he has been able to create an excitement yeah. about faith and what's coming. Yeah, there, there really is an energy to mm-hmm. his leadership. Mm-hmm. Before his 95th birthday, we did an interview with him, and um, he said, I can't wait to bounce out of bed every morning. I mean, he used the word bounce. And and I think people who have had the chance to observe him understand what, what that means because yeah. there is an energy to his step. Yeah, absolutely. Sarah Jane Weaver is the uh, editor of the Church News. Carol Makita, a longtime uh, correspondent here at KSL and uh, one who understands faith and faith communities in a unique way. Thanks to both of you for sharing some perspective today. Uh, I I think those who have traveled with the prophet, uh, we often joke that, you know, we have to remind him uh, that the rest of us are not 95 (laughs) and he should cut us all a little bit of slack. But uh, truly an interesting leader for our time. Uh, for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and really being seen more and more uh, as a world religious leader by other world religious leaders and by government officials around the world. It's uh, really fascinating to watch and observe. Thanks for your perspective today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. Again, it's been uh, two years uh, since President Russell M. Nelson was uh, was set apart and ordained as the 17th president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we'll give you an update on the vote in the House. We'll also break down the debate from last night and much more on Inside Sources. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL News Radio. 